Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, it's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, where you can be set free from your health problems. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and you are tuning in on this beautiful 4th of July weekend. Woo! Time to celebrate our health, our independence, the ability that we can take control of our health and become independent from the medical system. We don't have to follow down the path of procedures and pills and pain, etc. You all can become your own doctor. You can heal yourself from a myriad of conditions. And what I'm going to do today is talk to you about activating that full human potential, that power for self-healing, self-regeneration. You know, I work in the holistic space. I'm a chiropractic physician, so I help a lot of people with neck pain, back pain, headache, sciatica, disc issues, spinal-related problems that they're saying, ugh, don't want to have surgery, tired of popping pills, tremendous amount of improvements we can see in that. I'm also a functional health practitioner, so I work in the field of functional medicine, and we work to discover the underlying root causes of what's creating your health issue. Is it a nutrient deficiency? Is it a vitamin deficiency? Is there some sort of a chronic low-grade infection or an inflammatory disorder or hormone issue or a toxin, a heavy metal, a pesticide? It's a lot. But the beautiful part of it is once you discover your root cause, your body can heal by itself. So when I say it's the show where pounds are shed, a lot of our clients are losing 20, 30, 40 I had a patient last week, 70 pounds, and that's no gyms, no crazy diets, just the raw power of the human body working for itself. When we say disease is dead, it's because, listen, I've seen hundreds of clients here in the greater Charlotte area, and even those virtually and distant in the United States that have kicked medications to the curb, diabetes gone, thyroid repaired, heart disease, high blood pressure, you name it, all under control naturally. So there goes the disease, it's dead, and of course you're set free because now you're the one in control. And if you're tuning in and it's the first time you've ever heard our show, a couple of little key pits, bits for you. Number one, askdrernst.com is going to be your resource. We have plethora of information, contacts, and protocols, and ebooks and guides. Also, you can hit up our Facebook page where we do our live streams along with YouTube. It's the handle Ask Dr. Ernst, A-S-K-D-R. E-R-N-S-T. And guess what? Woo! We have over 100 people registered 
for next Saturday's live webinar. Would you let me come into the comfort of your home or your car or your office or wherever you are next Saturday, the 10th of July at 10 a.m. in the morning? And what I'm doing is I'm teaching the secrets about self-diagnosis. How do you discover what your health issue is? And we're going to go to the top three healing techniques, the top three systems that bring about health and wellness, vitality and energy. If you're looking to kick a medication to the curb, if you're looking to lose 20 or 30 or 40 pounds, if you're looking to solve your underlying health issue, why don't you connect with us? I'd love to see what's going on with your health and we'll custom create this event so I can speak specifically to your health needs and show you here's what to test for, here's what to do, and your body can heal by itself. If you'd like to join us for that webinar, which is again Saturday, next week, the 10th of July at 10 a.m., call 704-906-2094. That's our call number. We're going to give it away all during the show today. The attendance is free. The webinar will change your life. I've had lots of patients and clients and radio listeners even say those webinars, you told me to do this one thing. I did it. Massive change in my health. I lost 10 pounds. I was able to cut a medication back. I got my energy back. My digestion is improved. So, I mean, you have the opportunity available for you. You just need to pick up the phone, 704-906-2094. You can also text your name and your email directly to that number, and your registration is automatic. All right, what are we talking about today? It's a condition that affects a lot of us, and most of our doctors don't test for it. It's a combination of what is called dysbiosis and leaky gut. Now, I've talked a lot on this show many times before about a leaky gut, but we have to discuss this concept of an inappropriate relationship to the bacteria in your intestines. Just like cholesterol has good and bad, well, your bacteria in your gut have a good and a bad. And if the bad outweigh the good, it's called dysbiosis. Let me give you a little teaser just looking into the research. 2020, there was a study published that's titled Our Little Friends with Big Roles. Changes or alterations in your gut microbiota, which is the bacteria, and thyroid disorders. What are they talking about? The bacteria in your gut actually help you to synthesize and convert thyroid hormones. So if you have a thyroid problem, guess what? You may actually have a dysbiosis. It could be a gut issue. All right, what about the next one? 2017 titled Your Gut Microbiome and Hypertension. Gut microbiome and hypertension. What are they saying here? Dysbiosis. Guys, this is right out of the research. Dysbiosis, which is an alteration in the gut bacteria, creates and is associated with the pathogenesis. It's a big term to say the creation of multiple diseases, including obesity. There's weight loss resistance, diabetes, elevated blood sugars, and cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, arrhythmias, etc., there's been an association between the development of hypertension and dysbiosis. So they're actually now saying, hey, if you have a high blood pressure issue, it could be the bacteria in your gut are causing it. So rather than taking a medication to lower the pressure, why don't we clean out our gut? That's what we're going to talk about on the show today. Hey, listen, what if you're a type 2 diabetic? What does the research say about this? 2018, a study published titled The Gut Microbiome as a Target for the Treatment of Type 2 Diabetes. Experiments in both animal and human subjects have provided evidence that there is a cause and a connection between, I'm reading this, your gut microbiome and the development of type 2 diabetes. They're finding out that the intestinal bacteria are known to be associated with metabolic syndrome and they create the resistance to insulin, which creates the diabetes. So do you hear this? Your gut 
And the bacteria you have or don't have within it can make your thyroid go wacky. It can make your blood pressure be off balance. It can give you elevated blood sugar. So we got a lot to talk about. And I'm going to show you some free at-home tests you can do to see if you have this problem with dysbiosis. And there's the music, which means the commercials are on its way. So here's what I want you to do right now. Pick up the phone, 704-906-2094. Registration is open all during the commercial break for our up-and-coming live webinar next Saturday, July 10th. How to heal yourself, no MD required, 10 a.m. in the comfort of your home, 704-906-2094. See Ask Dr. Ernst Show. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. And hey, it's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. Thanks for tuning in. This is your health hour. We're talking about a common condition that is often underdiagnosed, never looked at in the tra uh, traditional or conventional medicine fields, yet it has been connected to a major amount of conditions, illnesses, sicknesses, and diseases that many of us deal with today. I'm talking about dysbiosis. It's a fancy term. It technically stands for an inappropriate relationship, an imbalance of the bacteria in your gut. And the dysbiosis, this inappropriate relationship, creates an inflammatory condition that can lead to what's called a leaky gut or an increased intestinal permeability. I know these are big words, right? It's our science, it's our body. We've got to take responsibility for our health. Dysbiosis and leaky gut, which can cause everything from a weakened immune system, chronic pain. This is a big deal. If you wake up in the morning and your joints are stiff, if they're aching, and you just go, man, every day is a day where I just have pain. If your muscles ache, if your joints hurt, if you get headaches, you may have dysbiosis. If you have insulin resistance, which is type 2 diabetes, pre-diabetes, elevated blood pressure, elevated cholesterol, there's research now connecting the cause of that to the healthy or the inappropriate bacteria within your gut. It's about a balance again, just like total cholesterol. We need to know, is it LDL? Is it HDL? Is it VLDL? Just like your intestines, we can't just say bacteria. We need to know, is it opportunistic or is it beneficial? Healthy bacteria can actually help your body to heal naturally. If you have chest pain, if you have a difficulty losing weight, if you have skin rashes or redness or psoriasis or eczema, if you have high amounts of anxiety, brain fog, mental difficulties with remembrance and memory, recall, etc., difficulties thinking or concentrating. I'm reading a long laundry list of symptomatology from fatigue to bad breath to bloating to gas to constipation to nausea to upset stomach, etc., acid reflux, indigestion. It's a huge list. Why? Well, your gut contains approximately 80% of the power of your immune system inside of you. It's your healing system, one of the primary ones. So when dysbiosis is present, which is an overgrowth of bacteria, we're going to talk about what it's caused by, how do you test for it, how do you get rid of it. But you have to understand it's simply an overgrowth of bacteria that leads to an inflammatory state. And so your intestines suffer. They spread apart. They get irritated. They get inflamed. And you start to leak things into your bloodstream, including toxins, undigested food particles, bacteria, yeasts, parasites, all these things can get into your uh, bloodstream. And what that does is it starts to travel through the bloodstream, activate an immune response, and those toxins and bacteria and proteins 
can actually lodge into your joints, into your tissues, in your brain, in your liver, and there is the spiking seed. It's the creation of the inflammation. So when this happens, what your immune system is doing is it's overreacting. It's creating an inflammatory response, and unfortunately, it's not usually just a temporary condition. Dysbiosis and leaky gut is often a chronic inflammatory reaction that's leading to what you have. So if you have a thyroid issue and you've been taking Synthroid for 20 years, you may have all that time had a leaky gut slash dysbiosis that's led to why your thyroid is off balance. Same thing if you have high blood pressure and you've been taking any medication. My God, there's so many medications for high blood pressure. If you're taking any of them, then what we often see is there's been an underlying dysbiosis for those 5, 10, 15, 20 years. Type 2 diabetes. Again, I work with a lot of clients who say I've been taking metformin and glucophage and actose for 5, 10, 15 years, Dr. Ernst. While my numbers are looking good, things are getting worse. You know, I'm gaining weight. I'm more tired and fatigued. Well, guess what? It's what's causing the type 2 diabetes that we have to look for. And the research is pointing to the fact that thyroid issues, high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol is all created by inflammation, leaky gut, dysbiosis. Now, there's even a newer field that's emerging where they're connecting the dots between autoimmune disease, where the body attacks itself, and this concept of dysbiosis or leaky gut. A 2012 study that was published in the Clinical Review of Allergy and Immunology directly connected a link, listen to this, between an overgrowth of bacteria in your intestine and autoimmune conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, eczema, thyroid conditions, Hashimoto's, and other autoimmune diseases, lupus, etc. What we now know, the research is clear, that a leaky gut, an intestine that's too permeable, that's leaking proteins and bacteria back into the bloodstream, creates a chronic inflammatory disorder, a CID, which can lead to issues with your health. So what causes this, and how can we test for it? Okay, There are medical tests, but unfortunately, some of these tests can cost a pretty penny. I've come across a test that will look for leaky gut and bacterial dysbiosis and uh, inflammation within the intestines and seen pricing in the $500, $900, $1,000 range. So what I want to share with you today are some simple at-home tests that you can do to find out if your gut is leaking, if you have dysbiosis. And the reason for that is it goes after cause. Okay, so the number one cause of an overgrowth of bacteria, dysbiosis, in your intestines is not having enough stomach acid in your stomach simply because the purpose of stomach acid is to wash what you eat, sterilize it, if you will, kill down the pathogens, the bacteria, the yeast, the fungus, etc., so that as that food product moves from stomach to intestine, it's now clean. And I hate to say this, but today, one of the number one issues that I see with a lot of our clients and patients, and it's possibly going on with you, is that you actually don't have enough stomach acid and enzymes in your stomach to clean the foods that you eat. But Dr. Ernst, I cooked it all. Like, isn't everything dead? Well, no. There's naturally occurring bacteria on fruits and vegetables, and also not all of them die off just by cooking meats. So we have to do these tests. So here's one test you can do. It's called the steak test, right? If you're like a guy and you love steak and potatoes, etc., you're going to love this test, but there's no potatoes involved. It's called the steak test. And what you do is simply this. We're going to fast for a couple hours, so maybe we skip our breakfast, and either for lunch or dinner, if we fast again, we can skip lunch and go till dinner. 
you're going to consume approximately six to eight ounces of just a clean grass-fed steak that's been cooked to its internal temperature of at least medium to well done. You're going to take this steak and you're going to eat the entire thing. So you've been fasting for six or eight hours and you're just going to sit down and you got the six to eight ounce steak and you just cut it up into pieces, you eat it. And what you're looking for is within a three hour period, how do you physically feel if all you ate was a piece of steak? Grass fed, of course. And we're looking to see if you have abdominal bloating or an acid reflux or a little bit of nausea or something like, say, for example, flatulence. If you have any symptoms associated with after eating this six to eight ounces of steak, it's likely that you have a very low amount of stomach acid because those acids are required to break down those proteins and undigested proteins, three hours, the stomach has to empty, that get into the small intestine will create an inflammatory response and it feels like you're full, bloated, you have reflux, nausea, etc. Another really good test is something called the baking soda acid test. And to do this, all you do is you take a quarter teaspoon of baking soda, about six ounces of cold water, mix that together, and the first thing you do right when you wake up in the morning is you drink that. And then you want to set a timer on your phone or your watch or just note the time. And if it takes longer than five minutes for you to sort of go <laughs> or have a burp, then your stomach acid is extremely low. Now, why is it so important that we do these tests? If you have low stomach acid, it prevents you from being able to sterilize the food you eat, and that leads to an, an inflammatory process, and it doesn't sterilize the food that you're consuming, so we feed those bacteria with often opportunistic and inappropriate bacteria. If you notice during this baking soda acid test that it takes you three minutes to belch or burp, you also have low stomach acid. So if it takes longer than three minutes, if it goes beyond five, it's a definite positive. But if your timer is at like three and a half minutes and sort of, or you get to five minutes or nothing happens at all, I've seen this a lot. I did the baking soda acid test, Dr. Ernst. It's been a half an hour, nothing. Oh goodness, that's a sign of extremely low stomach acid and a potential to have dysbiosis or a leaky gut. It's an easy thing to do. You just simply take a quarter teaspoon of baking soda, stir it into six ounces of water, drink it first thing in the morning, and check the time. How long does it take for you to have a little belch or a burp? Again, if you're doing this within the first minute, you probably have enough stomach acid. But if it's been three minutes, five minutes, nothing, there you go. Another test we can do to find out how your gut is working is to do something called the betine hydrochloric acid test. Basically, this is to actually have you take some stomach acid in a capsule and to eat a high-protein meal and see how you react. So again, we go back to sort of that steak test. All right, so if you pass the steak test, I ate the steak, everything's great, I feel good. Now I'm going to ask you to do that steak test again, but this time I want you to take one or two betine hydrochloric acid supplements and we're going to see again how you feel. If you don't feel a difference at all, then again, it's a positive test. It means there's something going on. But if you notice that you feel a little bit of an indigestion or sort of a warmth within your chest, around your stomach, because the stomach acids are popping open when you swallow them, and it starts to break the food down, and you get a little bit of a refluxy-like sensation, then it's actually that you have enough stomach acid. So we're looking to see if you don't feel anything. Take the hydrochloric acid, eat some steak. If you go, everything feels fine, warning, 
red flag, it's an indication that there could be a dysbiosis. There's also something called the fat bomb test. And I see this a lot with our clients and our patients, but I wonder if you've tried this before. Taking about two to three tablespoons of coconut oil and physically just swallowing it directly and noting how you feel over about a three-hour period. Why three hours? Well, it takes about two hours for stuff to get through your stomach and get into the small intestine. So that third hour is the most important. So if you take three tablespoons of coconut oil, swallow it directly, and you're feeling bloating or gas or cramping or a little bit of acid reflux or this sense of just uneasiness, that is an indication that you're having a difficult time digesting the fats, which means your gallbladder and your liver are congested and they need to be flushed. So look at all this fun stuff we can do. There's at-home tests. I'm going to keep going down the list of how you can discover if you have a dysbiosis. We're going to talk about some of the major causes and best yet as we finish our show out today, some simple at-home things you can do to really turn the tide on your gut and allow your body to heal by itself. At the same token, though, some of you may need some professional advice. Again, 20 years with Synthroid? Let's chat. If you've been on blood pressure medications for any duration of time or you're trying to solve type 2 diabetes, get your sugars under control, get your weight off, join me for my next webinar Saturday, next week, July 10th, 10 a.m. in the comfort of your home. Not only is it free, but it's custom specific to you. When you register, we're going to see what you're dealing with, and I'm going to come at you with the tests you should get and the techniques you can use at home to start healing immediately. 704-906-2094. Next Saturday, 10 a.m. in the comfort of your home. It's a webinar. It's completely free. Call that number. 704-906-2094. See you on Dr. Orange Show. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and we're here today on this beautiful 4th of July weekend talking to you about taking your health into your own hands, about going deep into a potential cause that many of you may have never been tested for. And um, often it gets misdiagnosed or even overlooked. It's this condition called dysbiosis, a.k.a. leaky gut, which is an inflammatory process where your, ha- your body has too much bacteria within your digestive system, uh, and it has led to an imbalance in the healthy versus the opportunistic bacteria, and it creates an inflammatory process that leads to a gut leak or increased intestinal permeability, and you start to physically spill over toxins and bacteria, undigested proteins and things into your bloodstream, which leads to a chronic inflammatory condition. Your body's always attacking all these toxins and bacteria, viruses, and even proteins that get into your blood, and it leads to a plethora of health conditions. In 2020, there was a study published titled, Our Little Friends with Big Roles, Alterations in the Gut Microbiota, the Bacteria in Your Intestines, and Thyroid Disorders. The study came out and said that your gut bacteria will contribute to the production and the conversion of your thyroid hormone. It's been shown that bacteria, listen, I'm reading this directly, and their metabolites in your intestines play a significant role in thyroid disease and modulating your immune system such that a dysbiosis or an inappropriate bacteria can lead to thyroid conditions, even malignancies, which would be cancer. Guys, this is like last year. Recent research now saying that your gut can correlate to your thyroid health. There was another one done in 2017 that said hypertension 
is directly connected to an inappropriate relationship of bacteria in your intestines. I'm going to quote this directly. Dysbiosis, the alteration of your gut bacteria composition and function, has been associated with the pathogenesis, the creation of multiple diseases, including obesity, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. Recent studies have actually shown that alterations in dysbiosis are a cause for essential hypertension, which affects at least 20% of people in the United States. Big, big deal here. There's another study published in 2018 titled Your, The Gut Microbiome as a Target and Treatment for Type 2 Diabetes. Okay, this is new, 2018. If you have type 2 diabetes, let me ask you a question. Has your doctor said, hey, we need to take a peek at your microbiome? We need to see about cleaning out your intestines. We need to see if that's going to help you to solve your type 2 diabetes. Well, the research says, yes, the intestinal microbiome is known to be associated with metabolic syndrome and related comorbidities, including obesity, type 2 diabetes, and fatty liver disease, directly reading out of the research. So what is dysbiosis? It is an overgrowth of bacteria or yeast or parasites or anything that's not supposed to be in your gut that leads to an inflammatory condition that irritates the colon, the wall, causes inflammation at the cellular level, and you begin to do what's called leak certain toxins and bacteria and viruses and even proteins into your bloodstream. And those components, those toxins are seen as a foreign object, and you build an immune response against them, which creates an inflammatory condition and leads to health issues. And so here are some common symptoms, okay? If you're tired all the time, weak, if you don't feel like you, know, you sleep all night and you wake up and you're still tired. If you grind your teeth a lot at night, it's an indication of dysbiosis. If you have anxiety, massive connection between that and dysbiosis or leaky gut. Why? Well, the research says epinephrine, norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, all of our feel-good hormones are actually made in your gut. And they travel up through the enteric systems, the nerve tissues, to get to your brain. And that helps you to then have the reactions you want to have. So if your gut is overgrown, we see alterations in neurotransmitters. This falls into the field of what's now called psychobiotics, the idea that the bacteria in your gut actually help you to feel good and think good and have great mentality. If you're depressed, same thing. If you have a lot of headaches, chronic pain, Difficulty remembering things, abdominal discomfort, bloating, gas, indigestion, acid reflux. If you have a lot of skin issues, psoriasis, for example, or eczema or rashes that show up randomly, or you have challenges with your blood, difficulties with sugars, cholesterols, triglycerides, or potentially blood pressures, etc., you may have this condition called dysbiosis. So we talked about the steak test. You'll like that one. Eat about a six to eight ounce steak. See how you feel after three hours. If you have a lot of bloating, gas, nausea, acid reflux, you may have dysbiosis. We discussed the baking soda test. One quarter teaspoon, six ounces of water. Drink it. Set a timer. If there's no belching or burping within, a th within at least three minutes, if you get to five minutes and there's nothing whatsoever, you more than likely have a dysbiosis. We talked about the hydrochloric acid test, physically getting a supplement of betaine hydrochloride and just simply swallowing it anytime you eat a meal, specifically proteins. And again, if you don't feel any difference, no acid reflux, no indigestion, no warmth within your stomach, you may have a condition called dysbiosis. We discussed the fat bomb test. 
three tablespoons of coconut oil swallowed if you have gas, nausea, reflux, discomfort after about a three-hour period, you may have a dysbiosis. Here's one that you might like. There's a reflex point. Okay, those of you watching our live stream, your index finger and your thumb, the web between them, there's a spot right in the dead center. If you squeeze that with a decent amount of force and you're going, ah, I feel fine. Or if you go, whoa, there's a little pee or like a little nodule on the inside. That's the gallbladder meridian. And it can show you that if you have an inflammation within your gallbladder, which leads to, again, difficulty with digestion, it's a reflex test. You can also do a test where you take a bile enzyme, specifically called ox bile. So you eat a high-fat meal, coconut oil, a, a really heavy coconut smoothie with coconut milk and coconut oil, swallow that, take a bile enzyme, and if you feel your symptoms have improved, then it's an indication that you have difficulty with producing pancreatic and bile enzymes, which are needed to clean out the intestines. How about this one, the broccoli test? Super easy. Eat an entire head of broccoli that's been lightly steamed and watch how you feel over the next three hours. If you have bloating, gas, cramping, acid reflux, or other digestive issues, it means that there's an overgrowth of bacteria in your intestines or there's not enough enzymes to digest it. And those bacteria love those food products that are found in, in broccoli. They ferment it. It leads to a lot of gas and bloating. So now when we come back, we're going to talk about actual blood exams you can do and what are the steps to repair this leaky gut and dysbiosis so you can have your health back. Don't forget, next Saturday, which is the 10th of July, I'm hosting a free live webinar. If you're looking to break free from your health issues using a natural technique, weight down, 20 pounds, blood pressure back to normal, triglycerides, sugars, cholesterol, whatever your health is, thyroid, why don't you join me for that free webinar? We're going to talk to you about how to heal yourself. 704 906 2094. That's 704 906 2094. It's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. It's Saturday. Hey, it's the 4th of July weekend, and you're tuning in to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. It's the show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. We're talking today about a condition that affects a lot of Americans today, yet is very often not tested by your classic traditional physician. It is the concept of dysbiosis, which is an inappropriate relationship of bacteria in your intestines that has led to an inflammatory condition, that leads to a gut leak, that leads to an attack against your immune system, which there in hand weakens it, making it difficult for you to recover and heal yourself. In the research, leaky gut has been connected to, and dysbiosis, has been connected to thyroid disorders, blood pressure issues, obesity, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, a, a ton of different conditions. And most of us may think that we're okay. We're healthy. We're good. We eat an active, you know, we lead an active lifestyle. We eat a good diet. But yet if you take a medication for something like high blood pressure, cholesterol, thyroid, diabetes, joint pains, or you have skin rashes or eczema, psoriasis, something you want to solve, then let's go deeper into this concept called dysbiosis or leaky gut. At the top of the hour, we talked about some at-home tests that you can do, including the steak test. If you missed the opportunity, download our podcast, listen to it. There's a great simple test you can do. Eat a piece of steak, see how you feel. It'll tell you if you have dysbiosis. We talked about the baking soda stomach acid test. Quarter teaspoon, six ounces of water, stir it around, drink it. If you're not having a birch or a, a birch, a belch or a burp, which I guess is a birch, 
a belch or a burp within at least five minutes or later, if there's no belching, no burping within three to five minutes, then uh, you have a leaky gut and or dysbiosis. We talked about the hydrochloric acid test, taking an enzyme when you eat a high-protein meal, looking to see if you have some warmth or a subtle acid reflux sensation or a little bit of heaviness within your chest. That can indicate that you have a dysbiosis. We talked about doing the fat bomb test, which is taking about two to three tablespoons of coconut oil, eating that directly, marking a timer, and at three hours seeing how do you feel if you have cramping in the intestine or nausea, reflux, or an indigestion sensation, then you may have a dysbiosis. We talked about how a simple reflex point between the web index of your thumb and your index finger, right in that middle, squeeze that, and if you find that it's uh, a painful or there's like a little ball, a little knot on the inside, it's the reflex for the gallbladder, which has a tremendous amount of energy for your intestines because your gallbladder is secreting bile, which has enzymes that helps you to digest fat, break down proteins, clean out components of toxins. If the gallbladder is congested or inflamed, it can lead to dysbiosis or leaky gut. And we talked about the fact that you can do this thing called the broccoli test, which is to take an entire head of broccoli, trim off the stalks, and lightly steam it and eat that entire head of broccoli, wait about three hours, and again, see how do you feel? Is there a lot of bloating or gas or cramping? I had someone comment on our Facebook feed saying, Dr. Ernst, sent me a private message. I already know I can't eat broccoli at all. I get tremendous discomfort in my intestines. What does this mean? Well, you've done the broccoli test. If you know you can't eat broccoli, either raw or steamed, because of how you feel afterwards, wake up. That's a dysbiosis that needs to be corrected and cleared. And so we're going to talk about that now. How do we do that? Well, number one, we need to get more specific. Okay, these at-home tests will just be a yes, no, but they don't tell us what type of bacteria are present or not. My most favorite of them all is what's called a organic acids profile test. I have this on my iPad. I wonder if you guys can see this on our live stream. Hey, if you're tuning in over the airways, head on over to facebook.com slash Ernst. I'm showing on our screen here an organic acids profile test. What I love about this test is it's checking the most common bacterial relationships in the intestines to see do you have not enough of them below or do you have way too much of them? So notice in this example, you can see some sections that show there's a tremendous amount of irritation within one zone. Let me see if I can get this in the window. It's a little small, but you guys can see it. It'll show, for example, acetoacetic acid, benzoic acid, histidine, lactic acid, pyruvic acid. These are all acids that are secreted in relationship to certain bacteria. So if we're low in some categories or we're high in other categories, as a holistic physician, we can help you to discover, okay, here's what's actually happening. And then we can develop some targeted treatments using diet and or supplementation to help you to solve this. The number one thing you can do right now to start settling down a leaky gut or a dysbiosis is to start encouraging what's called an elimination program or an elimination diet. Food sensitivities are another main irritant for the intestine and the microbiome. Not just not having enough digestive enzymes and acid in your stomach, but if you're eating foods that you're sensitive to, it creates that inflammatory state, feeds the bacteria, causes the overgrowth, and then we end up with this leak. What's the difference between a sensitivity and an allergy? Okay, An allergic response would be an immediate reaction. 
either breaking out in hives or having difficulty breathing or some sort of a rash on your body, you'll know a allergic response, someone who's anaphylactically reactive. Food sensitivities, on the other hand, are completely different because they often don't produce immediate symptoms. So as an example, you might eat a piece of pizza, feel fantastic, but the next day your joints ache or you have a little bit of diarrhea or constipation or you have bloating or you have acid reflux, not immediately, but the next day, maybe a lingering headache. Have any of you ever experienced this where you eat something and you start food logging or journaling and you'll say, well, gosh, every time I eat this one food, the next day I have a headache or the next day my joints ache. That's a sensitivity. And the most common foods that create sensitivities include gluten-based products, wheat, dairy, milk, cheese, etc., yogurts, sugar in and of itself and all its refined components. There's something like over 800 different names for sugar. So you have to be careful. Okay, so sugars, corn and corn products, popcorn, corn directly, and all the corn-derived ingredients, eggs, rice, wheat, oats, grains. Some people are very sensitive to the processed vegetable oils, canola, corn, cottonseed, etc., shellfish, beans, and a very traditional sensitivity that a lot of you may need to deal with, which is nightshades. So that's going to be peppers and tomatoes and eggplants and things like that. So it's real simple. You remove the common inflammatory triggers. So it's a gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, grain-free, vegetable oil-free, bean-free, nightshade-free. And I know what you're going like, oh, what am I supposed to eat? Well, you actually can do a tremendous amount of healing foods, fish, chicken, turkey, eggs, grass-fed meat products, vegetables, and nuts and seeds, fermented foods, etc. These are all phenomenal gut-supporting and gut-healing foods. And typically what you'll find is if you go about a two-week window of eliminating these triggers, most people will say, Phew, you know, I feel fantastic. And I feel like I've lost some weight, which I have. And my energy is improving. Now, here's what you do then. You take one item at a time. Maybe it's you've cut eggs out for the last two weeks. Listen, a lot of people eat an egg every single day for breakfast. It's like a routine. Crack an egg, scrambled, sunny side up, etc. Stop that for two weeks and see how you feel. If you then incorporate it back after two weeks, you eat one meal that has an egg in it. Just note, how do you feel? What was your, what was your life like the next day? Maybe look into it two or three days later. A lot of people have sensitivities to foods that they've never known until they cut them out. And that elimination can help tremendously with getting your gut to start turning itself around. Probiotics. I had someone text over the last break. Tammy, you, you, know, you, you sent in you know, through private message on Facebook. I take probiotics. Is this going to help with the dysbiosis? Tammy, not directly because the challenge with probiotics is they are often a small aspect of bacteria. They might have six, seven, eight, nine strains inside of it. Your intestines have thousands of strains of bacteria. So a probiotic can often help you to slightly feel a bit better. It can help to support the cultures and the bacteria in your intestines. But the key with probiotics, Tammy, and all those of you who are listening, is you need to rotate them. So if you're using one probiotic blend, maybe two weeks of taking that, switch to a different one. Two weeks of taking that, switch to a different one. Two weeks of taking that. And the neat thing about probiotics, of course, is there's so many different styles and types. I like what are called soil-based fermented probiotics. We use one called Bodybiotic. It's a phenomenal one. So Tammy and all of those of you who are listening about the probiotics, yes, we need them, 
but it's not going to be that, hey, I take a probiotic and I've solved my dysbiosis. Here's one I want to talk to you about. It's the connection between your vagus nerve and your gut. A 2018 study that was published in Frontier in Psychiatry showed that improving your vagus nerve tone, the signaling of your vagus nerve, improves not only digestive issues, but mental health issues, inflammatory disorders, and your overall health. Why is this? Well, your vagus nerve is the major enteric nerve. It controls your stomach, your liver, your gallbladder, your intestines. So if there's an inflammatory condition or a alignment issue that, that irritates the vagus nerve, that can create the inability for your body to regulate its bacteria. What's the number one way to stimulate your vagus nerve? Well, chiropractic care outweighs everything else you might see online. You'll find things like uh, deep breathing and you know, gratitudes, hugging a tree, going for a barefoot walk outside. Yes, those can all help to stimulate your vagus nerve, but the greatest way you can do it is by seeking out structural-based chiropractic care with your local chiropractic physician and have them release the stress on your neck with an adjustment. I've personally seen it happen myself. I know many of our patients and clients have. Your vagus nerve regulates about 90% of all functionality within the organ systems to keep things in a state of peace and relaxation and ease, as it's called. If the vagus nerve is interfered with, we often see things like digestive distresses, gas, bloating, indigestion, and it leads to this dysbiosis. So there you go. We can do an elimination diet to clean out the inflammatory foods. We can improve our vagal tone by getting chiropractic care. We can go through an elimination program again to decrease the inflammation. We can do our at-home test to find out if we have this. We can get some more professional coaching and advice if you want by doing an organic acids profile test. If you need assistance with that, reach out to us at askdrernst.com. We know the at-home profiles to see if we got this condition. And guess what? By doing this, you can take responsibility for your gut health turn the tides and see things like diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol issues, thyroid conditions start to improve all within your body doing it by itself. That's also the topic of our webinar that's coming up next Saturday. If you have a health condition that you're saying, I need an answer holistically, I'm tired of taking medication, I'm tired of following what I thought was going to help me to get well, I want to know right down into my root cause, I'm hosting that event next Saturday. It's the 10th of July. And you can register for free right now. Pick up the phone, 704-906-2094. You can text your name and your email directly over. The event is custom to your health conditions. I'm going to show you how to test for them, how to resolve them, and you're going to get all the answers you need so you can become your own healer. 704-906-2094. Again, text your name and your email directly to that. I can see the phones are ringing, so if you're getting a busy signal, just keep going through. 704-906-2094. Hey, it's the Ask Dr. Earn Show. I'm so grateful that you tuned in during this holiday weekend. Next week, we're talking about the parasite problem. All those little critters that get inside of us that cause issues with our health and how to get rid of them in a natural technique that is proven to work. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.